we saw a school of nurse sharks just like swing by together and it was like you just like saw them swim by and like it was (laughs) welcome to voice hugs a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms this is your host vivian and rowena hello (laughs) you look like you have some color on your skin you look glowing actually (laughs) oh my goodness thank you this is the most tan i've been since high school i was gonna say i feel (laughs) like (laughs) i feel like after college especially when you moved to new york every time i saw you you just got paler and paler yes since coming of age and you know learning beauty, like skincare things. I just, I've been avoiding the sun because it's good for you, right? Like, I mean, the sun is good for you, but also too much of it, too much of anything is not good for you. And so, you know, being on a skincare channel, like, yes, take good care of my skin. I don't want hyperpigmentation. I don't want sun damage, but I was in Hawaii with my parents celebrating one of my best friend's marriages. I was like, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to go in the water. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to play. P-O-A-Y play. (laughs) Triple underline. (laughs) So play is the topic of today's episode. So um, Ro just got back from Hawaii and I haven't heard any updates or we haven't caught up yet in a while. And um, the month of January has come and gone. And um, we both realized that a lot of the things that we did in the last month had to do with some sort of play. We were both in a much more playful mood. And I think part of it, when I think back to the end of last year, especially, we both talked about how we take life a little bit too seriously sometimes. Um, The last quote that you shared also was to calm down a little bit more. Yeah. And yeah, just finding ways to maybe relieve stress, which led to all of these fun things that we've been doing in the last month, which I'm excited to talk about with you. Over time, maybe before it had to be a little bit more intentional where we like we need to carve in time for play I think it's been happening so much more naturally for us now that we're just playing and we realize that we're playing after the fact rather than being like oh my god I need to schedule time where I need to go out of my way to do this thing it's just become second nature which I think it's very very fun yeah, that reminds me of when you shared your calendar in the beginning of last year and you had blocked out row time. And I feel like nowadays I don't have blocked out Viv time. I just enjoy things. It's just always Viv time. <laughs> life is Viv time. My life is Viv time. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let's just get into it. Okay. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. With Hawaii, you were there for a wedding. You also took your parents on a vacation, which is so yes. sweet. Would love to hear more about how you incorporated play or how play naturally just came into your life in the last few weeks. I'm going to start with the highlights because the highlights are what's most exciting and what I've just been telling everyone who would listen about. So when we first went to Oahu, which is like the most poppin' populated city-like island, there's Honolulu, Waikiki, and then where we were a little bit, we're like a bit west of the island for one of my closest friend's weddings. And because I was a part of the wedding, Oahu was like, there was still work, if that made sense. Even though like we weren't working, we were like trying to help out with the wedding I was writing mm. my maid of honor speech like we still had things to do rehearsals wanted to be as present as I could and as helpful but we were still able to squeeze in one very special excursion the day after the wedding we had a shark dive mm. a cage free shark dive oh at 9 a.m but Viv it was crystal clear but royal blue i don't know if that makes sense like the, the the color of the water was just so deep like kind of like this like a sports bra but like this <laughs> but like yeah. completely clear and we got on like a little boat and it was a, like a decent sized boat we got on a boat and then they gave us flippers and snorkel gear and we're supposed to hold on to this rope on the side of the ship james gets in first my mom and dad are both there. My dad is just surveying. He's like, he he didn't want to come in, but he wanted to join us. My mom was like, yes, I'm for sure swimming. So we're like, okay, come with us, come down. She gets in the water, freaks out because it's so cold. And she's like, oh my God, I've never used a snorkel before. What if I drown? And what if I just sink? I'm like, mom, hold on to the, just hold on to the ropes. You'll be fine. And just look down. But she, she wasn't having it. So she got back up. And so I went in or going in, just looking over the like the side of the boat. You can already see sharks. Mm. There was like five of them swimming back and forth. So when I got in the water and I looked down, it was like absolute magic. There was layers of sharks like mm. you just you see so far down. Like, I don't know. I'm really not good at like feet or meters or whatever but like <laughs> 20 30 feet maybe and maybe even more than that right and there's just like you know because sharks depending on um like your rank because they're like apex predators right like the more alpha you are the higher you swim and mm -hmm. so there was just like at least like five or more layers of sharks and at the very bottom at one point we saw a school of nurse sharks just like swing by together and it was like you just like saw them swim by and like it was, <laughs> I can cry. Uh, okay, as you guys know, like I love great white sharks. It's possible to swim with them, like free dive, free whatever swim with them, but they don't come by as much to Hawaii. 
And so all of the sharks that we were able to see and admire from a distance were, they're like very friendly, non-aggressive sharks. They're not like the tiger or the bull sharks that are the more scary ones. Scary in that they are more aggressive. But like in general, sharks are very misunderstood and they actually don't like humans. So just putting that out there. And like the really <laughs> beautiful thing with this excursion was that these team of like this whole company is called One Ocean. They're soup. They're all marine biologists and master divers. So they like mm-hmm. study these sharks. They like know all of them by name. And they're also like their whole thing is like we are visiting their home So just like how when anyone visits your home and how, you know, you would like your guests to behave, like that's how we should behave too, to observe them and appreciate them from a safe distance. If they ever get too close, you just, you know, you back off um, and to not like provoke them in any way, which is what a lot of cage dives actually do. They like throw chum or like different parts of the fish or like, you know, fish juice in the water to get them all riled up, which is actually not like the most like it's, it's just it's not nice right um but anyway that <laughs> you guys just see these videos on the screen right now and if you guys didn't know that you can turn on video for our podcast <laughs> here is a sign or look it up on youtube our podcasts are podcasts our podcasts are also on youtube mm-hmm <laughs> She's I'm, like out I of breath. I talked about ten minutes on sharks. I can go on. I feel like whenever you get this excited about something, that's part of like the beauty of play, right? It's that yeah. you are so excited. It's all for fun, and none of it has to do with you're just like lost in that conversation. In the same way that you're lost in the moment in play. So when you were doing all of those things, like when you were in the water, how did you feel? This is a very, you're such a good moderator because this is actually where I wanted to take the conversation. When I was in the water, I think there's just something about being in nature and being in water that I know can either scare people to death or it can make them feel so liberated. I think when I was in the water, because you're in a completely foreign element that you're not used to, you're in the water, you're in their home, you are literally you know like there's it's safe right but it's like one wrong move and you could drift away or you could sink or whatever right so I think because of the environment you are like no matter if it's me or anyone if you're in the water you're hyper focused this is why people love swimming this is why people love I don't know just being in the water in general you're so focused that it makes you present even if you don't want to be, you have to be. And I think that's why I was able to enjoy it and cherish it to the extent that, like, yes, I love sharks and it was a beautiful moment, but because you're forced to just be there and literally nowhere else. Like, you're not, when you're in the water, you're not going to think about, like, oh, you know, there's this video that needs to go out. Well, like, oh my God, you know, I feel like, you know, in voice hugs, I could have said this a little better or, you know, oh, you know, I have bills to pay, like, whatever. Like, you're not going to be thinking about that, right? I think because you know, you just have this finite, limited amount of time to be in the water to enjoy this experience, you give yourself permission to turn off your brain or like to not use that part of your brain. So Mm -hmm. that you can really focus on what you're doing. 
And I feel like you probably experienced this too with a little bit of a clay, you know, <laughs> ceramics. How did you make you, that sound? <laughs> you, guys have to, you guys have to watch the video for that. There's no other way I can describe oh what I just God. did. <laughs> Is that the sound of throwing clay? <laughs> no, not at all. It's the sound of the wheel. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> yes, I can resonate with the feeling of losing yourself in something and just being completely engulfed in the moment and not having to I think like the overthinking, right? We often talk about how our voices inside are like very critical, like we're really critical of ourselves, but then when you are in a playful mood or if you're doing something where you're forced to be in a completely different environment using a different part of your brain and you're just enjoying the moment. There's just no space for that. You're not overthinking about like, oh, what are people going to think about me when I'm swimming about the sharks? You know, I'm swimming <laughs> with the sharks. You're just yeah. like swimming with the sharks. And so, yeah, I didn't go to Hawaii and I didn't go swimming in the ocean. That would actually <laughs> freak me out. So my form of play is very different than Rowena's. At least for now. At least, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever go in the ocean. Um, I'm more like your mom in that sense. So for me, I noticed the end of December last year, I went to Seattle and my boyfriend's family, they had a Nintendo Switch. And I grew up playing Nintendo 64, Mario Party, Super Kart, or Mario, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. We played that and I was so addicted to the Nintendo Switch. I was like, I have to play. Like every time we came back home, I was like, give me the Switch. I want to play Tetris. I want to play Super Mario Party. I want to play like all the games. And it became a joke on the trip that like, oh, Vivian's Aww. in the corner, like playing her Switch. And it brought me back to when I was younger. I just loved playing games and you would lose track of time while you're playing. So that was kind of like the first hint or instance of me starting to like let go and not see it as wasting time I just lost myself in the games so then the next thing that happened was I started the ceramic six-week course of course that was just so much that has been so much fun I've been making little cups and little pots and because you're using your hand it, it's almost like kind of like play-doh you know like you're you're getting messy like clay's getting all over you you're it's the clothes. look yeah it's just like the whole thing is so messy and so like you you're trying to control the clay but then at the same time because you're new you don't have control of the clay and so it just becomes this really fun few hours every few times a week where I go into the studio and I'm making these things that I, I really don't know where I'm going I'm just starting with a ball and then it just becomes something and I'm like okay this is like good for now um, but that has been super fun and then I then realized like a week after I went over to my aunt's place I bought my younger cousin a cotton candy machine we spent some time making cotton candy and I had so much fun yeah. and so there are like these series of things that happen in January where I realize like every week that has passed I'm either getting lost in something or I'm trying something new I'm doing something different from my normal routine and I'm just letting go and relieving stress and I think it it 
I don't know how much of this has to do with us setting those three word intentions in the beginning of the year, but I definitely think something that has been on my mind is the word consistency and trying not to burn out, trying to recognize that, you know, like if I'm feeling stressed, I was starting to get eczema in the beginning of the month and now it's gone. So I was like, okay, like something's working. I'm not pushing myself the same way I was last year. Would you say that like these series of events happening, they like you didn't intentionally like try to play the switch. You kind of intentionally signed up for ceramics. And did you also intentionally play with cotton candy or was it something that also happened spontaneously? So this is the interesting thing about tuning into like yourself, right? Because I think on some subconscious level, I was already moving towards this like more playful mood. Like I was ready for something much more, like I was ready for something different in my life. And I think like leading up to the end of last year, there was a reason why I chose the con candy machine, right? I thought that was fun. I thought that, oh, if I was 12 years old, I would want a cotton candy machine, which yeah. is why I bought it for her. I want one now. Yeah. And then I was like, with the Nintendo Switch before, maybe last year, I would have felt like, oh, you're wasting so much time mm-hmm. playing a game that is not teaching you anything, that is not intentional, that like you're gaining nothing from. But I definitely don't see it that way anymore. And then same thing with ceramics. I must have all, I was like ready for something different to Mm -hmm. sign up for that. So I think in a lot of ways, your body, your mind, your everything will communicate to you in these little ways of what it needs, what it wants more of. And then you start gravitating towards those things. So like learning not to resist, fun. (laughs) fun fun see <laughs> what is fun, what is fun? Time yeah time for fun <laughs> yeah i i was thinking after college you start to think about oh what do i want to do with my career and then you prioritize your job you prioritize the hustle And then you also enter new relationships, whether it's friendships, romantic relationships. You might start prioritizing family because your family gets older or like people are sick. There is also this part of you where you may prioritize yourself, like the self-care part. But a lot of times when I think of self-care, it's like, oh, I'm going to have a morning routine. I'm going to do my skincare. I'm going to journal or relax. And those are all great ways to take care of yourself. But I think I always forget that play is another source of like another outlet that you can look to to help yourself feel better in so many different aspects of your life. And we stop prioritizing that for some reason. Like We we don't think about that as much or at least I know I don't. (laughs) And that is why we burn out because we swing too much to one side of the pendulum. Yes. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, you mentioned how like listen to your body and listen to like the signs that it's giving you. What were some of your signs other than just like naturally gravitating towards something or following your heart and signing up for ceramics class? Was there something that came before that or were there things that came before that? I felt very stuck last year. Mm -hmm. I think second half of the year, I felt very trapped in my own internal world. And I was also feeling very hopeless, like not excited about things. I wanted to be in bed most of the time. I didn't really have the motivation to like get up and do things. Like I honestly think voice hugs was one of the few things that I was like, okay, well, this is still meaningful to me. And so that's why I'm going to get up and do it. But I would burn out every time I did it. And so because I was like really not excited about like life in general, I wanted to do something small to feel like I have something to look forward to. And so that was actually why I first signed up for ceramics. I actually signed up in November and I didn't start class until January. So that was kind of the timeline of like, okay, I'm going to mentally prepare myself for something and I'm going to look forward to this one thing. And so by the time it was November, I signed up and then it was something that I looked forward to. Once I had that on my calendar, I started watching a bunch of Instagram ceramics reels or videos. I started researching how people glazed items or how they painted. And every time I watched more, I got more excited about being on the wheel and throwing things. And so I think like what I needed at least was I needed something to look forward to. I needed something that like I was excited to start. And for me, that form of play came in doing something new, something that I've never done before. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be, you know, mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. a class like that or swimming with sharks. It could be like looking forward to a game night with friends, looking forward to taking a yoga class, right? Or like Pilates class, whatever is or fun cooking for dinner you. for yourself. Yeah, exactly. See, that's not fun for me. <laughs> I'd be like, that is a chore. <laughs> <laughs> so moral of the story take the time to figure out what fun is for you and what play is for you allow yourself to do more of that mm -hmm. i want to circle back to what you said earlier about feeling like you may be wasting or like historically feeling like you're wasting time if you were to play something like the switch mm -hmm. there's a book that i've been reading it's called indistractable 
and it talks about how like you know how all most english words come from latin and then there's like the core of distraction is actually traction and traction is actually when you're like moving forward to something like when something picks up traction you're like positively you're like motivated going in a direction and when you're distracted is when you kind of go off track so if you imagine like a chart going left and right, it's like traction and distraction. And we can be um, distracted or tracted internally or externally. So it's like four arrows. And the main thesis of what I'm getting so far, and I'm just a few chapters in, it's talking about how as humans, we usually distract ourselves from pain or from feeling pain, or from potentially feeling pain or discomfort. And the interesting thing is it like is giving a preview of what's going to happen later in the book, and it talks about how time you schedule to waste is actually not time wasted, mm. which I think it's something that we know and we talk about a lot too, of like conscious consumption or just being intentional. If you are going to be on Instagram, if you do check social media, if you do play games, if you do do anything just be intentional with your time and be mindful of how you're spending it and i think i think it's something that we both have gotten a lot better and a lot more gentle at least the inner voices of you know if we do accidentally lose ourselves for x amount of time on social media or on the switch playing mario party we're not as quick to judge ourselves and to put ourselves down and to say like, oh my God, I can't believe you wasted all of this time doing this thing. And I think because the inner voices have shifted to more like gentle, encouraging voices, I guess it's also giving ourselves permission to try and explore and do more of these things. Okay. Another story time. Okay. <laughs> if, if I may. Yes. This is... This is, we've moved from Ohio, (laughs) we've moved from Oahu to Maui, and by the time we get to Maui, it's like, it is time to play. The wedding is over, we did a great job, my friend and her husband also came to Maui with their families, we snorkeled, we surfed, and I just want to focus on the snorkeling because you just walk into the ocean like you know maybe you're like waist in and there's a sea turtle there's just a giant sea turtle they're like like eating whatever (laughs) it is in the sand and I have it on camera like I have it all on camera I took a waterproof camera in and then we also swam pretty far off into the ocean where the water's still pretty like it's a lot more calmer there the waves usually break closer to the shore and so we swam really far out to the coral reefs and like so beautiful it's so 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 beautiful and in these moments kind of tying it back to what we're saying about being distracted like you really can't be distracted like swimming with a shark was actually a lot more tame because there's people around you you're holding onto a rope you're getting you're getting called to like just know like hold your breath and dive into the water to get closer to the shark if you want so everything is very safe and what is that we're not protected but like you're it's like structured and planned yeah it's it's very safe but with snorkeling you're literally just swimming out into the ocean by yourself thankfully i went with one of my guy friends the husband 
not my husband, the, my friend's husband, <laughs> my future husband does not like being in the water, we found out. Not as much as he let on. He's like, oh my God, I love the ocean. I'm like, okay, let's go snorkel. And he's like, I'll just stay here and work. I'm like, okay. Um, so we're in the water. And again, because it's unfacilitated, you have to be so indistracted, like not distracted. <laughs> because if like, I don't know, like I'm pretty sure nothing is going to come eat me, right? Even if there's sharks, like there's probably not going to be sharks there. But like, even though I know rationally things aren't going to like nothing bad may happen, they could happen, right? Because you're literally in the open water. And the crazy thing is, and you can hear it in the clips too, you can actually hear the whales because it's whale season. And you can hear the whales like, like in the water. Like it sounds, yeah, like it sounds like flutes. It sounds like flutes playing underwater. And there's so many of them. And so I generally don't like being in the coral because I feel like, I don't know, like, A, you're not supposed to step on them. I also don't want to step on them. And like that's where you get injured because you cut yourself. So Mm -hmm. I usually try to swim to like the outer rim where it drops off. It's like in Finding Nemo right? It's like when he goes and touches the butt, like that Mm -hmm. drop off. It wasn't that big, but it was like still pretty big. You'll see in the video. Uh And I was filming my friend, my back to the wide open ocean. I'm hearing all the whales and I'm like, oh my God, what if something is behind me? And all of a sudden, a sea turtle swims out from below us and like goes, gets like a breath of fresh air. And I was like, wow, nature is so beautiful. And again, very similar to when you're in the water with sharks or when you're like doing ceramics, you're so in this state of flow, even if it's play, that you're not distracted. Like you can't be and you also don't want to be because you want to like just soak everything in. Mm -hmm. I miss Hawaii. (laughs) As you were sharing all of this, I imagined like a young row. And you know how kids, because they're so young and everything that they experience is brand new, they're so excited about everything. So, you know, the first time that you play kickball, you come home, and you're like, mom, guess what I learned today? I, I played kickball and this is how you played. And then I kicked the blah, blah, blah. Right. And then like something else new you, you learn. You're like curious about these things because it's your first time experiencing it. And I think the similarities between our form of play, at least recently, is that we are both trying something new. And because it's so new that you're so excited, you're so curious, you get so lost in it. And it's almost like you're you're like a kid. You're like learning something and you're so excited to share it with people, your family or friends. And it's like this memory that you have that is fun for you, right? Because it's also your first time. Play doesn't always have to be your first time, but I think it's interesting to me that both of us gravitated towards trying something new. And something I recently tried this week was snowboarding too, which we can talk a little bit about. But I think it's because we get so lost in our routine, in our schedules, in our work. When you're not in school anymore, you're not really learning 
new things unless you're actively going out there to learn it, right? Like, mm-hmm. when was the last time I ever signed up for a class? I don't think I did ever after college, except for maybe yoga and Pilates. Like even then it was workout classes, right? It was mm-hmm. like to work out. It was for my body. It wasn't necessarily intentional fun. But like, when was the last time that you signed up for something just for fun, just to enjoy, just to learn for the first time? And so I don't know, maybe if this resonates with you, it's no, time to it sign absolutely... up for something new. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I meant the it listener. Absolutely... Oh, I was like, maybe if this resonates with you, it's time to try something new. Get out of your comfort zone. Because it also when you're when you're out of your comfort zone, you get to experience these new moments that are so unique, right? Like you got to see a sea turtle like swim under you and (laughs) your your sea turtle imitation earlier was so cute. You're like. It was like, (laughs) it was so close. It was literally, I was so scared I was going to step on it. It's such like a gentle giant. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Thank you. No, I think it's like everything that you're saying. It's absolutely because if you let the constraints of your mind rule over you and the things that you will and won't do, like that's not a fun life you know like I'm just thinking about all the times that I mean okay to be fair I feel like Hawaii this is the first time James and I went back as an adult like a fully conscious adult we my last time I was there maybe I was 10 and I remember the coral being super vibrant like finding Nemo which it might have it may have been back then but I think over the years the corals have just gotten a bit more gray so even though we snorkeled in Puerto Rico in December, this experience was so different because of the environment that we're in to the point where both of us are like, why do we keep going to East Coast like beaches and islands? Why don't we just like go to Hawaii? Like it's so close to L.A. Um, but anyway, like to be there and to not worry at all about like, I'm going to get tan and my freckles are going to come out. And, you know, it's going to be such a hassle spending time over the next four months, like lightening it with vitamin C or whatever. I just, you know, put on sunscreen. It was waterproof. I reapplied sunscreen. I did the best I could. And I wore like the rash guards. But other than that, it's like, I just want to be in the ocean. I just want to enjoy myself. I don't want to like I don't want this thing that will used to bother me or will used to limit me hold me back from just living my best mermaid life <laughs> and yeah I mean yeah like if you asked me before like would you ever move to Hawaii I'd be like no like why would I want to move to Hawaii like you, life is so slow and like, you're just enjoying yourself but now I'm like I mean yeah I would spend a few months a year in Hawaii yeah like I, yeah, I could do it I wouldn't mind it was interesting when you shared that you your version of limiting yourself is like in this specific scenario is your skincare, yeah. right? Like you would have just been thinking about being under the sun and getting yeah. freckles, etc. For me, what was limiting me for the ceramics at least 
was actually during the process. So it started off really fun. And I was like, oh my God, I'm super into this. I am so excited for the next time I go into the studio. And then after three weeks, there was a side of me that came out where I wanted to create perfect items. If I messed up, I felt like, oh my God, you're not progressing. You're not getting better. You know, maybe you just got really lucky the first week and it looked good then, but you're actually not that good at this. And then I started feeling really stressed. I was like, I have to use up all my clay. I cannot waste any of this clay. I'm not going to have time to throw all of this by the end of six weeks. And then at the end of that class, my eyes started twitching and I was Mm. like, I'm stressed right now in this form of play. Yeah. And that was when I realized there is this critic. I was my own limiting factor here where I just needed to remind myself that this is for fun. This is for the messiness. This is for the uncontrolled, like just letting the wabi-sabi. Exactly. Just enjoying it. And that helped me, you know, just bring myself back to playing. (laughs) Even as I'm playing. Playing with clay. Even as I'm playing, I'm like, it's hard (laughs) sometimes. But you are, you were able to catch yourself Mm -hmm. and kind of reel yourself back in, which I think it's so powerful. Whereas maybe in the past, it would have lasted for a week or two. Mm -hmm. Longer, (laughs) definitely. Thank you, iTwitch. I know. (laughs) See, your body is always trying to communicate with you. Your body knows. (laughs) Yes to go back to what you're just saying of how my limiting thing was my skincare and my freckles the ironic thing is like since being in the ocean my scalp has been thriving like it's not getting oily as quick as it used to probably because I'm in the ocean every day so I need a shower (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what I told my mom? My mom and James, right? Because we're all – it was okay. We're all staying in the the same suite. I was like, Mom, James, because dad obviously – dad doesn't care. I'm like, had you wanted me to shower more as a kid, you should have just brought me to the ocean every day. And I was like, James, if you want me to shower every day, just take me to the ocean every day. Um, But anyway, yeah, my scalp on fleek, my eczema, no flare-ups – I feel like my foot was so exfoliated because you're just walking on <laughs> sand. Yeah. And then my skin, the texture of my skin and how smooth it is and how healthy it is, has it's like the best it's ever been. Even mm. though it's like, you know, like right now the lighting's not that great because we're in a closet. Um, but like that it's like it's so smooth, my pores are in check, my skin barrier is so happy that it made me realize like okay yes you have freckles but your skin is happy and healthy so it doesn't matter if you have a thousand freckles or if you have no freckles like the fact that you have good skin is something that you should be grateful for because we also the the hotel there dude james does this wild thing where he emails the general manager before our trip and then He's like, oh, you know, this is who I am. This is my fiance. And we're celebrating our engagement. <laughs> and it's like, we've been celebrating our engagement for half a year now. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but they're like, oh my God, like, let me give you a facial and then I'll give, you know, Aww. James, I'll give you like a free massage, whatever. But I got a facial. It was the best facial I've ever, I've ever gotten ever. This is at the Ondas Hotel in Maui. And my facialist was also telling me, she's like, your skin is the best skin I've had the pleasure of working on wow. for a long time. Thank what? you. And I was like, oh, what a and compliment. I'm like looking in the mirror like, is it? <laughs> um, but, but yeah, wow. I think a lot of times the things that we're most insecure about not to say my freckles are things that I'm most insecure about, but you know, whatever. Like a lot of times the things that we're most insecure about, if you can look at it from another perspective and just be grateful for it, I think it can allow you, it can free you and allow you to have fun and to allow you to play. I think like another big thing when I was younger, especially was my eczema and the it make my arm patchy. But I don't know. I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to enjoy myself. But at the same time, like, it still kind of made me insecure. But now I'm just like, it's okay. Take mm-hmm. care of myself. And then if you're not stressed, if you're in a good place, your eczema is not going to flare out and it's not going to be patchy. And you can enjoy yourself. And even if it does come up, you're healthy, you're happy. So play. Be free. Cheers. <laughs> I think what I got out of all of this is trying something new, doing something different, opening up your mind a little bit more to new experiences. And because you're thrown into a new environment, whatever that may be, you will be surprised by what you can actually gain from that experience. It's probably something unexpected, but I think that's also what's so great about all of it in general. You learn something new. You see something for the first time. You reap the benefits of glowy, healthy skin. (laughs) I feel very inspired to continue living this way for the rest of the year. I feel like it's my year to enjoy myself a little bit more, especially compared to last year. So I'm excited that we, it really just so happens that both of our lives are aligning in this moment right now. Because I I felt like last year we were kind of like, your life looked very different. Oh my from god, mine. we didn't even get to talk about snowboarding. We can save that we can for, save another. It for another. <laughs> yeah. We'll save, for we'll another save it episode. for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt like uh, last year our lives looked very different. So like as we caught up, sometimes it was it was not something that I could relate to in the moment. But I felt like this episode and the last episode, it just feels the past like, like five episodes. Yeah, like we're like on the same page, which is really cool to be able to experience that with you as we talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Likewise. And I think one main thing I took away from what you just said is allowing life to surprise you. You need to allow it. You need to be open to it. (laughs) Yeah. Right? First, you need to be open. And the second part is you just need to, like the surprise element is important too because if you have a specific expectation or outlook or vision of what your life is going to be, which is totally fine to have, right? But to not be so attached to it that you don't leave room for spontaneity and play and fun. Yes. Yes. I love it. All right. So, <laughs> would love to hear <laughs> how um, you play. Yeah. 
<laughs> would love to hear how you play. Let us know. You can DM, <laughs> you can DM us at Voice Hugs Podcast or shoot us an email. Hello at voicehugspodcast.com. And yeah, hope that you have a great rest of your day. Um, hope you get into a more playful mood after this episode. And oh, God. <laughs> allow yourself to be surprised. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, if you have a, a couple moments to spare, if you enjoyed this episode, if you want to play with us and be playful, you could maybe, you know, leave us a little rating review on Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. It'll mean the world to us and allow more listeners to find our podcast. In all seriousness, yes, we would be very, very grateful, eternally grateful. Yes. And as always... Thank you guys for joining us, for watching us bitter spatter at the end. <laughs> As always, we'll see you in the next episode. What's up? What's up? Bye. Great job.